Matthews got it. Rolls left. Looks, looks. Nowhere to go. Stafford fires. Enzo. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby. What a throw by Stafford. And what a job by Marvin Jones to get both feet down. He looked for all the world like Stafford had nowhere to go. But he found the smallest of openings and turned it into a touchdown. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ninth episode of the Motor City Misery Podcast. My name is Gavin Gonzalez, and today we have a special episode. Today, I am joined by Michigan State football commit Logan Murray. Logan, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. First off, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. You know, uh, it's kind of weird because I kind of go to the family's house like I usually do, but it was cool with me and my mom. How about you? Yeah, it was good, man. Just kind of hung around, did some stuff with my mom, did some stuff with my dad, and uh Hadn't ended up having two meals, so I was super, super full. But, you know, overall, good Thanksgiving. That's sweet. Yeah, man. So you decided to turn down scholarship offers to walk on to Michigan State. Talk to me about that. Kind of talk to me about that process and what led you to that decision and kind of where you stand with that today. Yeah, for sure. So uh, at the time, I don't remember how many offers I had, but I had a lot of Division One offers, D2. Uh, I ended up picking up more offers after the season, actually, but – Michigan State's just where I want to be. That's where I've always wanted to be, and it's just like a dream of mine. So, And I can't wait to compete. So it's it just a bunch of factors. You know, it's such a great school, new environment. I just can't wait. Yeah, I actually read that, um, you know, you had a preferred walk on to Michigan. Is that true? So, yeah, Coach Harbaugh offered me, I, I think, a little bit less than a week before Michigan State did. Okay, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So what what kind of, you know, drew you to I read that it's also your dream school. Why is Michigan State your dream school over other schools? Man, it's I'm from Flint, Michigan, man. It's just so many good athletes, not even football, but like the Mateen Cleves have like changed Spartan culture. You know, Courtney Hawkins is a Flint legend. Like he'll be one of my coaches, even Big Mike. I don't know. You know, Mike Fletcher on the team. Yep. He's from Flint. I actually played against him my sophomore year and like I looked up to him. And I still do. Like those are my heroes, and I just want to be. I just want to be known as like a hero to the kids at Flint, you know. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I totally get that. So obviously, you're going to be at Michigan State. Um, it's your dream school. What do you want to accomplish here during your four years? Uh, I just want to end up playing. Like that's my one goal. I want to leave my legacy. I want to play. You know, uh, I had offers at other schools. Uh, I continue to pick up offers. Michigan State's where I want to be. I feel like they give me the opportunity. I'll play, so I'm I'm ready. What kind of offers do you have? If did you have? Excuse me, if you remember off the top of your head. Um, I had before I committed. I had Southern Southern Miss, Southern Illinois, Liberty University, Youngstown, and then recently I just picked up Eastern Michigan, FIU. Um, who else? I had a lot more. I had. All a couple D twos in Michigan, like Grand Valley, uh, Notre Dame College, and I think Indiana or Ohio. I kind of mm-hmm. forget, but yeah, just a bunch. I had a couple Power Fives, you know. But Michigan State, man, it's just a dream, you know. Yeah, dude. Of course, I totally get that. Listen, I'm a student here, so I totally get it. You're gonna love it here. Great campus, great team, great sports city. So it's gonna be great for you. Um, what about your high school career? Obviously, you know, you were, you know, a standout athlete in high school. How has that prepared you to play at the next level? You know, I was talking to my parents about that the other day. It's just, it's been, I'm so humble that I was able to go to Powers, you know, because I'm not from, I'm, I'm from, uh, I went to Swords Creek High School and they're not very good at football. Uh, those are my boys, but I left and I went to Powers and it's one of 
the, if not the best league in the whole state. It's SVL. You know, you have uh, the best quarterback in the state, Brennan Sullivan there. He's going to Northwestern. You have uh, Big Mike came out of there. And I I feel like I left my mark. You know, I'm about to – I got all region this year. I was the only kid at my school to get it. I'm a two-time first-team all-conference. Um, I'm in consideration for first-team all-state. They're doing the votings. Uh, I think this week, actually. So uh, I definitely left my mark. I'm proud to say that I went to Powers and I competed in the SVL. So, yeah. Have you heard of uh, De La Salle Collegiate? Oh, yeah. I've heard of De La Salle. Yeah, that's where I went to high school. Oh, sweet. Yeah, they're yeah. a powerhouse in D2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we won a state championship my freshman year. Um, Drew Beasley, actually, who's uh, starting defensive lineman for Michigan State yeah. right now. Yeah, he went there as well. He was on that team. And then my senior year, we actually won a state title. And then the year after that, we don't want another one. So, um, awesome. yeah, dude. Um, so, obviously, you know, with COVID, it's changed everything. It's changed the way we live our lives. It's changed the way sporting events take place. It's changed, you know, literally every single thing that we do on a day-to-day basis in today's day and age. How has COVID impacted you as a player in terms of your progression and preparation for the next level? Honestly, I think it got me better. You know, I usually like working out alone. And with COVID, it makes you work out alone. So I can, like, I don't know. I like working out by myself. And, you know, just I don't know how to explain it. I get to work on technique, and I get to do the extra lift. I don't have a partner that I have to split reps with, waste time, you know. I get to run the hill up and down with nobody in sight. I, I just love it. You know, no one's there to watch. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so back when COVID wasn't a thing, is that what you were doing? Is that you, you know, with your teammates kind of explain that whole process about how you were preparing and kind of that workout um, slash training regimen you had and um, preparation to take you to this level? Yeah, for sure. So before that, before COVID, I was, I had a pretty good workout schedule. I had a good diet schedule. Like I, 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 it, nothing's really changed. It just when COVID hit, you know, uh, my mom, she she's a social worker. She's a she runs a nonprofit and she had to move out for a month. So I was really by myself. And I'm like, wow, I have nothing to do. Might as well get some more work in. And I've kind of just picked that up throughout the months, you know, the last year. So my uh, my three hours of workout a day is probably like four or five. Now I have nothing else to do but work out and do homework at this point, you know, so it's helped me, if anything. No, dude, for sure. Yeah, that's kind of it's it's definitely one of those things where COVID um, it's it's kind of tampered with people's lives. I mean, obviously it has, but it's also kind of been a way people have found ways to kind of deal with it and turn it into a benefit to their lives. And it sounds like you did the same. Most definitely. It humbled me. You know, I'm I'm so used to going to a gym whenever I want. Now I have to go work out on a park bench, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's different, but it definitely humbled me. So what about the season? Did that did it have any impacts on your season or how did how did that go down? It did actually. So uh we were supposed to play nine games and last year, my junior year, we had a historical run, like we're one of the best teams in state history. Like or my bad, school history. You know, we ended up going to semifinals. We lost to the state runner up Detroit Country Day. And we were we were all so hyped to get back. You know, I had a, a Marshall baseball commit at quarterback. I had a Sienna Heights right tackle. Like, we were looking pretty good, but, you know, COVID hit, and we missed our first three games, and then, you know, we versed the number one team in the state, the reigning Division One champions, and, you know, a couple of my, my two captains, one got his ACL ripped, and then the quarterback broke his hand, so we were kind of injured the whole year, but other than that, I mean, my boys fought hard, and we had a great season, you know.
Yeah, it sucks, man. Yeah, that, that's that's not good. Um, you know, for I know I was talking to um, just like listening and, and, you know, talking and hearing stuff around it. It just wasn't the same this year and uh, in terms of high school football. And it just sucked, man. Just hearing about that and and what you guys had to go through. And, you know, even with, you know, you're seeing it on the college scene now with Ohio State, with, you know, SEC schools, you're seeing that. I mean, I don't even know if Michigan State's going to play Ohio State this week. Uh, yeah, I know. I've been hearing that. I don't even know. I just wrote a, a game preview article on it, and I'm thinking to myself while I'm writing it, I'm like, I don't even know if this game's going to happen. Should I even write this article? But, you know, I decided to write it in hopes that it will happen because, um, you know, we do have two top 15 wins. We're looking to make it three. So, For sure. I like that. Yeah. So your recruiting process, what – how did it – when did it start? And I actually have a kind of a specific question. Did Mark D'Antoni recruit you at all, or was this just Mel Tucker and his staff? Just Mel Tucker and his staff. Okay, so you heard nothing from Antonio at all? Nothing, because I could be wrong, but I was kind of a – I never really got to talk to him. I really don't know. That's actually a good question. Like, I never talked to him. Right when Coach – you know Coach Cap and Coach Harris, the GA, the GA and the head offensive line coach? Yep. So I talked to both of them a lot. I talked to Coach – I love Coach Harris. He got me. Like, I love that guy. Like, I just click with him and Coach Cap. They're just a nice guy. They're genuine people, and – it was right, I think their first month as a coaching staff, you know, they, they started hitting me up. And ever since then, we just clicked. Yeah, that definitely seems like something that, you know, like just hearing you talk about it, it seems like a lot of things clicked for you and this is just the right fit for you, man. So I'm happy for you, man. I'm excited for you. Um, what what exactly do you want to do? Obviously, NFL is probably on your radar um that's something that you know a lot of football players they dream to do is to go play in NFL if that's something that does not you know end up happening what what what's your dream what do you want to accomplish in life what's your end goal for sure you know I want to do some I don't really know a major I want to go into yet you know I don't really know what I want to study but I definitely want I don't want it to sound selfish I want to make money you know so I can give back to Flint like I want to come back to Flint I want to give back to the the orphanages I want to give back to the city like I want to bring it back again you know I want to make a some youth programs give back to gyms you know give back to Flint High School just give back to my community you know yeah and you said your mom she runs a nonprofit organization right yeah so she runs actually the best well I guess the only orphanage she's she turned around an orphanage in Flint you know it was going downhill they were about to close down she was the first woman to ever be the CEO there and she turned it around, you know, she's just done a great job. What majors are you considering? I know you said you don't know what major you want to go into. Um, what, what are you actually kind of considering? What's what's on your radar? Uh, I want to do something with business, business management, maybe. Or I, I want to do social work, you know, because that would be giving back, too. So I'm, I'm really not sure which one yet. Yeah, I'm a business major myself and I can attest to how good the business school is and, um kind of you know the reputation that it has i i work an internship right now and a lot of people are um i talk to a lot of people in the company just trying to see like you know what kind of major i should decide with because uh, i was in the same boat still am to this day i um recently have been switching back and forth but i finally decided on business um so once i get into the business school i'm you know planning on going into finance or supply chain management msu's number one in the world or, or in the nation excuse me for supply chain so that's kind of on my radar and, awesome. Yeah. So, well, listen, man, uh, I won't keep you for long. I do appreciate you coming on. It means a lot. Um, 
you know, it's something you didn't have to do this, and I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, for sure. I hope, you know, I hope the best for you, and um, go green, man. Yes, sir. Go green. I appreciate it.